ಮಧುರ ಸರಳ ವಾಕ್ಯ ಈಶತತ್ತಂ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ಯ ಕೃಷಗತ ಪರಿಶೇಷೋಪಿ ಈಶಪುತ್ರೋಮೃತೋಜಾತಿಶಯಂ ಪವಿತ್ರ ಮೇರಿಯಾಂಗ್ಲೋಕಬಂಧನ್ ಪರಮ ಪ್ರೇಮೂರ್ತಿ ದೀನನಾಥಂ ಭಜಾಮ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ವಿ ಬಾವ್ ಡೌನ್ ಟು ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕ್ರೈಸ್ಟ್ ಹೂ ಸ್ವೀಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಿಂಪಲ್ ಮೆಸೇಜ್ ರಿವೀಲ್ ದ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೂ ದೋ ಕ್ರುಸಿಫೈಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಮಾರ್ಟಲ್ ದ ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಟಿ ಇನ್ಕಾರ್ನೇಟ್ ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೇರಿ ದಿ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಲೋಲಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸುಪ್ರೀಮ್ ಲಾಬ್ ಪರ್ಸನಿಫೈಡ್ our salutations to him om peace 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 be unto us all <coughs> happy easter today our topic is ever reason christ today we celebrate the ascending of christ but the question is that is he specially ascended in one day or it is already he is ascended all the time our perception is blurred that's why we don't see his presence we don't feel his presence and this is the search of all spiritual seekers to find him now and here he appears in the pure heart of sincere spiritual seekers truth is revealed there only so if we <clears throat> read the story first what has happened in this easter day i'll be reading from the description of mark not whole but i will read a few verses in chapter 15 40th verse Mark says there was were also women looking on afar among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the less and of Joseph and Salome and who also when he was in the Galilee followed him and ministered unto him and many other women which came upon with him unto Jerusalem and now when the even was come because it was the preparation that is the day before the sabbath joseph of armathia an honorable counselor who also waited for the kingdom of god came and went in the went in boldly unto pilate and craved the body of jesus 
And Pilate marveled if he were already dead, and calling unto him the centurion, he asked him whether he had been any while dead. And when he knew it of the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. And he brought but fine linen, and took him down, and wrapped him in the linen, and laid him in a sepulchre, which was hewn out of a rock, and rolled a stone unto the door of the sepulchre. And Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of Jose, Jose, behold, where he was laid. Then it continues on chapter 16. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were afraid. And he saith unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified? He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now, when Jesus was risen, early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast all the seven devils. And when she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. After that, he appeared in another form into two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they them. Afterwards he appeared unto the eleven, as they sat at meat, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them who had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye unto all the world, and preach the gospel to every Christian. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth 
not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them when they believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They will say, they, they shall take up evils, and if they drink and deadly things, it will not hurt them. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into the heaven and sat on the right hand of the Lord. And they went forth and preached everyone, everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So this is the description which we get from Mark. But the question is now, <clears throat> our Vedantic way of thinking that this is the resurrection of Christ but yes it happened not to all but to a selected few we find it happened to Magdalene and it has been in mystic language said that cast up seven devils but anyhow Vedanta will say all the draws of the mind, all the misconception in the mind, or as we call the ignorance of the mind, has been removed by the grace of the Lord because of her devotion, because of her intense love for Christ. And he, she was the first person to see Christ. That's also a great inspiration for the whole world to know. That I am this vision, this the appearance of the Lord is possible in anyone's life. That is the assurance it brings. And foundation of Christian faith is the life, death and resurrection of Jesus. Christ lived the perfect righteous life that ordinary people cannot. And he suffered the pain of crucifixion for the redemption of the world. And he rose from the dead that first Easter morning. Appeared three times, as we have read just now. First to Mary Magdalene, and told Christ's companion who didn't believe it. Second, Christ appeared in another form to two of them, Marys of them, while walking on their way to the country. They returned and told them who didn't believe again. And third, as all of the eleven disciples were at the table, Christ appeared to them and rebuked them for their disbelieving and hardness of heart. So this is a, a very important episode. It's a great learning from it that Christ is appearing to whom? It's a pure-hearted people it, it does not mean that it's men, women of this country or that country. It is the truth which reveals and reveals to the pure heart who is crying for God. We look at Mary Magdalene and the other Mary who are going to see. They love Christ so much, they're following him from one end to the other end. And at the, all the episodes, they're watching 
and observing and with heart feeling with pain and anguish, they are waiting there. See the sincerity, see the love for God. That is the major point. It washes away all the drugs of our mind, all the dust and dirt of our mind. And when it just the dirt is gone, the truth reveals and Christ appears. So, first of all, we find that Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, she got the vision. And then this Mary, two of the Marys, they had the vision. And third, Christ appeared before the disciples to endow the power to even rebuke that they didn't believe, could not believe. You know, that is the spiritual life stands here. It is a question of belief and non-belief. Of course, belief is a very clumsy word because sometimes it needs to fanaticism. It is not that belief. Believing the truth that God appears. Sri Ramakrishna said, God is there. I saw him. I talked to him. And that belief, disbelief, is the demon which works in our heart. And that disbelief, when it is gone, that's why Ramakrishna has been appreciated by Swami Vivekananda in the prayer. He has been mentioned as Shangshayo Rakshasho Nasho Mahastram. He is the great weapon to destroy the demon, the demon of disbelief. First of all, to believe that there is the divine. And even God comes and works and stands before us. We have no clarity in our mind that disbelief will haunt us and it will create misconception about the truth. So, we have to contemplate what this resurrection of Christ means to us, especially when we are in the ignorance. We find that Sri Ramakrishna suffered cancer. We find that Christ was crucified. And it is the belief that God comes for our suffering to redeem us from our, all misdeeds. If so, then how much responsibility comes on our life to love him more intensely who gives his life for our cause? That's a faith question. But it is also true. We find that Girish goes in the recent time. Ramakrishna redeemed him and he became a saint and it is believed that Sri Ramakrishna even said the people's uh, karma uh, to take and that, that was his suffering. So, yes, Christ suffered for us, but what to do? Our responsibility is more to purify our heart. God comes down, it is true, in a mortal frame and suffers so that we are liberated, showing us the path towards freedom and perfection. How are you to endure our suffering? That is the thing we can learn out of it, which is unavoidable. And keep our inner peace and tranquility. And we are one eternal, deathless reality. There is life after death, who otherwise will resurrect and live in heaven? That brings a question. I will now go a little bit to, I was reading the book of Thomas. 
in the Gnostic Gospel. And there it is Judas Thomas is talking with Christ. And these are hidden sayings. I will just read a few lines from that. There he says, the hidden sayings that the Savior spoke to Judas Thomas, which I, Matthias, in turn recorded. I was walking, listening to them speak with each other. That is the introduction. And question answer. Thomas is putting question and Christ is responding. I have taken a piecemeal of that. The Savior said, I know that you have understood. For already you have understood that I am the knowledge of truth. So, while walking with me, though you lack understanding, already you have obtained knowledge and will be called one who knows oneself. This is very interesting how all these teachings corroborate to the Eastern thoughts, exactly Eastern thought, saying that uh, I know that you have understood. Understood means what understood? You have understood me. I am the knowledge of truth. That way you understand me. That Christ whom he met, he is the knowledge of truth, that, that truth itself. It is not the sun. It is, I'm, I will always think according to our Vedantic thought, sorry. It may be the, the theological ideas are different. I am not a theologian, but I look from the perspective of my understanding. So here we find that he is saying, so while you are walking, so you understood that I am the knowledge of truth, and while you are walking with me, that means you make friendship with me, eh? Sangha, Sat Sangha, the holy association, as long as you are with me, though you lack understanding, you will be called one who knows oneself. That you know because of my association, because of being with me, you will realize that you are also divine, that is the sense. For those who have not known themselves have known nothing. But those who have known themselves already have acquired the knowledge about the depth of the universe. Those who, what a Vedantic expression. Those who have not known themselves, we call Atmanang Biddhi, know yourself. And if you don't know, Upanishad says, Yaha Cheda Vedit Atha Satta Masti Na Cheda Vedit Atha Mahati Vinasti In this life, being in this life, if you know the truth, then you are freed. If you don't know, what a great loss. And it is death itself. Upanishad says, and here it says that those who have not known themselves have known nothing, but those who have known themselves already have acquired the knowledge about the depth of the universe. Not only they know themselves, they know the depth of the universe. What is behind this world of name and fame 
and name and form and all these transient things. You have seen what is hidden from the people. That means he saw, could understand seeing Christ his, as a man of knowledge, a man of light, truth. You have seen what is hidden from people, but what they stumble against in their ignorance. Ordinary people, we are stumbling into ignorance. We see but don't see. We see the world totally different. We see that it is so real. But it is not real. That is eternal life. This life is transitory. And what we find beautiful, what Christ says next. Thomas says that, that is why I beg you to tell me what I asked before you, your ascension. That when I hear from you about what is hidden, I can speak of it. When you go, when you leave the body or you are already just going to merge into your own self. So before that, please tell me so that I can carry your message to the world. When I hear from you about what is hidden, I can speak of it. And it is clear to me that the truth is difficult to accomplish before people. Eh? To teach people, to say to people, it is difficult. So the Savior says, if deeds of truth visible in the world is difficult for you to accomplish, how will you accomplish things of the exalted majesty and fullness which are invisible? This visible universe, if it is so difficult that it is, you don't understand it is transitoriness, it is fleeting, it is changing, if you don't understand that, then how will you understand what is transcendental, what is eternal, what is undying truth? What a beautiful uh, conversation. If the deeds of truth visible in the world is difficult for you to accomplish, how will you accomplish things of the exalted majesty and fullness which are invisible? Then Thomas humbly said, Sir, Please tell us about these things that are invisible and hidden from us. And the Savior said, what he said? <coughs> Savior says, all bodies have come into being in the same way that animals are produced. And so they are visible as creatures, lasting after creature. So this is the way the world is created. Those, those that are born are above, however, do not exist like those that are visible. That means whose mind is lifted. Though they look like this, us, but they, they are not like the people in the visible universe, how they live. Rather, they live from their own root. What is the root? Root of ours, the divinity and their crops, and their crops nourish them. This body, it is a changing mass. It is impermanent. So that impact, that inspiration is putting, that don't look at this body. There is the eternal something beyond the body. He continues, but the visible bodies are subject to change. It is Christ saying, in, according to this gospel. 
Christ says, but the visible bodies are subject to change. Whatever is subject to change will perish and be lost and henceforth has no hope of life because this body is an animal body. Just as an animal body perishes, these model forms will also perish. So it is what an idea that you hold on to the body. Our whole Vedanta teaches us what? Don't think of the body. Get out of the body concept. And the vision and experiences all stand on that one point. Getting out of the body consciousness. Being in the body identity, we can see the visible universe as, as is mentioned here. The visible universe, visible world as we see, it is only the mass of change that we can perceive. So it is, it is like animal body is created. This is also another animal body which is subject to perishing or destruction and it will be no more. If the body too is born of lust, how will it give birth to anything different from them? So then, you are children until you become perfect. See the word. So, then, it is, it is a changeable body. Body is not a thing. But truth is the thing. Light of the truth. Knowledge of the truth. And so you are children until you become perfect. That means you don't know anything. Huh? until you become perfect. Then Jesus said, continued, it is to the light that light exists, not in this darkness. This is darkness because it is changing, as Christ emphasized. Then Thomas said again, Master, why does this visible light that signs for people rise and set Ordinary people sometimes get a glimpse of something beyond, think that it is perishable, and sometimes they forget why. See, Saviour said, the Saviour said, Blessed Thomas, surely this visible light has shone for you, not to keep you here, but that you might leave. You are a special person. You saw a glimpse of that light. You saw me as a light. So you are blessed in that way that you are not to be kept here for long. Uh, this body is for a purpose and that is done when then you will be leaving this. And when all the chosen ones lay down their animal nature, this is very, very important uh, teaching of today, the Easter, uh, the Lord's awakening, Lord's vision. It is not that at one point it will suddenly drop from heaven. But it is there. What Christ said here. And when all the chosen ones lay down their animal nature, the light will withdraw, the body light, light of the body will withdraw up to its being. And its being will welcome it to itself. Because the light is a good helper. It takes us light to light. We are reading probably a great Vedanta book. <laughs> if we really 
take chapter after chapter, you can find what a different way of looking at that truth. So here we find that we have to lay down our animal nature to underline this point. To, to lay down our animal nature. Then this light will lead wherever it wants to lead, the eternal light. So it is the question of how the, what is animal nature? Animal nature means just looking at the world, looking at the physical body and looking at the world as only the reality, nothing beyond, nothing higher, nothing... What? That to crave for that vision of the Lord, to crave for the experience of that light eternal to see. That is the core point. And as soon as it comes, is it? then it, it light will help you to go to the eternal light. In Thomas, in another place, Gospel of Thomas, Logion 77, here he says, I am the light shining upon all things. I am the sun of everything, for everything has come forth from me, and towards me everything unfolds. Split a piece of wood, what a message. Split a piece of wood and there I am. Pick up a stone and you will find me there. So where is not God? It's a special appearance, of course, to the pure heart. We can have him in the vision. In our Vedantic term we will say you can see him in Saguna. In the form, sakara, as your chosen ideal. But at the same time, split a piece of wood, and there I am, as Christ says, and pick up a stone, and you will find me there. It is everywhere. Sarvankalidang Brahma. The Lord pervades, permeates anything and everything whatever visible and invisible. So this is the point we must have to focus a little bit, that this being the truth, that this appearance is not at one point appearance. Ramakrishna had the vision. It is not that Christ appeared before on the Easter day to Mary Magdalene only. He appeared to his disciples. He appeared to the other ladies. He appeared to many saints in Christian tradition. Great saints felt the stigmata, living presence of his personality and they identified themselves and become one with that divine entity. It not ended. Sri Ramakrishna, looking at the picture of Jesus Christ in the lap of Mother Mary, that picture is there in our San Francisco center. 
and Sri Ramakrishna in Jodhumalik's house, he went there and he saw and was getting overwhelmed and he found there's a living Christ. And ultimately, they fall in light and then marched into him. Yes, it is that day also Easter. I don't, I'm just saying it is not the Easter day only. It is another day. But every day is Easter. If we open up our heart. That is our duty. Egg hunting Easter, egg hunting is for the children. Good. But we have to hunt something else. And this hunting is not only for the Easter day, but also for every day. And he is every day here. Now and here. That's why Gita says, Yanma karma chami divyam. My birth is something divine. My actions, my movements, everything is divine. Yebang jogati tattato. One who knows that that absolute truth takes a human body and moves and works in this world to just help us, to guide us, to give us boosting in our spiritual life. That is the purpose of their coming. Not to take advantage of this statement, oh Christ has come and he has suffered for all of us, so we can go eat and drink and be merry. <laughs> and we get indulged into our uh, weekly uh, one hour temple or church duties, and rest of the week, let us do whatever we are doing. It's a greater responsibility. Whether he has done this, if it is so, if someone does for me a little bit, in my financial health, in my health situation, how much we become grateful for that? If you believe that he has taken away your sin or my sin, then how much we should be indebted to the, that and we should be devoting our day and night for feeling connectedness and feeling the sense of gratitude for it. So, it is the question of Sri Ramakrishna said the same way, I do not see it, I feel it, accept it. He reveals himself, he appears and so long the doubt, doubt remains because lack of our sincere prayer, sincere spiritual practices. Superficial thing will not do. It needs the pure heart. We don't need not have to look back our past. Magdalene, Mary Magdalene was not a very, past is not good, but matters little. When love for God comes, everything vanishes. Uh, Sri Ramakrishna gave the example, a dark room Maybe for thousands of years it's dark. Huh? And you strike a match. Will the darkness go little by little by little one day and little another day? That means when that urge comes. Urge of course comes when the mind is pure. When mind is engaged in this, uh, what did the, uh, Christ just said about this creature body, huh? only which is perishable, which is changeable. And 
our total attention goes to that, mind cannot go to that lofty ideal of divinity. So, it must be the pure mind that visions. Visions are relative experiences. These are not realities. It is not just a imaginary mind thinking of something uh, which is un untrue. Because if this mind shows you as real to me, why not my pure mind will show something which is much greater real reality? Swami Vivekananda says, travel from truth to higher truth to higher truth to higher truth. And a place you can go when you are perfected, then you feel all duality dissolves or melts into oneness. And that is the ultimate vision. But these visions are very important when it is a pure heart can only see these visions and experiences. It is a state of mind. One sees vision only when the mind responds to that particular vibration of spirituality. Upanishad says, Yami vaisha brinute tena labhya tasaisha atma vi brinute tanung swam Yami eva esha brinute He who welcomes this truth that means who loves, embraces this Lord. By him only or her it will be realized only. And the Atman, the truth also, it will reopen and will reveal the truth which is within. His own real nature will be manifested and revealed. So here you find when Mary Magdalene and others went to see, to anoint the feet of what you call Christ's body. Then you find, then they were thinking how, who will remove this big stone? We have no power to do that. But what happens? With that sincere prayer, what will happen? The stone rolled over before the eyes of Mary. What is that? Very significant word. The veil which covers us from the divinity. That ignorance. As if the stone, it's a heavy blockage that rolled down. And as it rolled down, the truth appeared. And then get the guidance. As the mind becomes little by little, removing the veil after veil of ignorance then God's grace comes and it reveals, gives the direction one point to the other point. That means the tremendous love for God can do that. So, purity of heart, heart, cry for God vision, tears of love needed to experience this resurrection. Does resurrection happen in a very concrete material form, in the physical level? This is a question. The response will be yes and also no. Yes in what sense? Because who had the pure heart experiences the palpable presence of the Lord like Sri Ramakrishna said, I see more palpably God rather than I see you. Holy Mother say, she saw, she saw Ramakrishna. Swami Shoshi Maharaj, whose name was Sami 
Ramakrishnananda, when Swami Vivekananda passed away, huh? he was in Madras and Vivekananda passed away in Calcutta, Belurmat, and he suddenly saw that Swami Vivekananda appeared before him, said, so see, I have spat this body and come out of it. So he saw, the, here is the Christ appearing, here is Swami Vivekananda appearing, he is in Calcutta and that vision is happening in Madras, what you call Chennai, for thousands of miles. And then he saw Swami Vivekananda standing and he's saying, this body I spat out and I am now here. And he blessed him. So these are examples, Christian, as I've said, Mystics of all religions have their vivid vision and experience. And Gopala's Ma, in the recent history of Sri Ramakrishna's lifetime, we find that he, she is seeing Gopala, the Krishna, the baby Krishna, talking, walking like a child, saying, Ma, give me some food. Oh, I cannot lie down on this coarse, hard bed. Give me a soft bed. Like a like a living entity, Ramakrishna, putting the baby eh, image, what you call the metallic image of Rama, it is called Ramlala. And the Ramlala is walking when he is going to Ganga. And Ramakrishna saw that Ramlala is following, the baby Ram is following. And he said, don't come, you are a baby, you will fall down into the water, you will uh, be sick. But he will not listen. And then he started eh, swimming in the Ganga and then Ramakrishna got mad. I told you don't come. And then he pushed him into the water. And he said, oh my God, the baby is panting for breath. Then I felt so bad. It is just, I am talking to a person, Sri Ramakrishna saw that, felt that, experienced that and told to an other. But can you say it is not there, this ecstatic visions? are then wrong? Is it physical? Yes, it is physical for those people of a pure mind who can perceive them. Now, then it is not. Why not? Because had it been so, there in Dakshinesha there are so many people. When Ramakrishna is seeing Holy Mother, Divine Mother, everyone would have seen the Divine Mother. Why they are complaining to the Rani Rasmani, the Queen Rasmani? that all types of uh, inappropriate thing is done by Ramakrishna. So, in that sense it is no. Then everybody could have seen those visions. You see, uh, even others who are around, uh, those who are crucifying, they would have seen them. Uh, the pilot, the, those who are giving order, the community, so many people saying, no, he should be crucified. They could have seen Christ. He is there in physical body. So it is the question, it is physical world can be seen? Yes, and at the same time, no. No one would have questioned about the existence of such divine forms if this was happening in the physical level. And you not, don't doubt, sun is there? I say yes. You also say yes, because we see it is physical. But if, if, if Christ is like that in the physical plane, with the physical eyes, then all would have seen that same thing. But no, the eyes may be open, but you don't see through these eyes. 
there are purer eyes inside. Not through this mind which is dark and which is having doubt. Not through that mind. A clearer mind which shows that divinity. Material science declares that physical truths are perceivable by anyone and everyone if they have the instruments and knowledge about them. So similarly, this is a spiritual experience. It also needs some spiritual instruments. What is the spiritual instrument? Love for God, analytical way of seeing the impermanence and looking at the permanent eternal light and divinity within meditation, prayer, service to others, whatever we path. That is why doubts arise in the mind of us about the resurrection of incarnation. But it is only knowing, purifying the heart only, ultimately this doubt will go. Doubt remains till one reaches the highest. It says, and now Upanishad says, Vidyate Hridaya Granthi Chiddante Sarva Sangshayaha when you reach that supreme realization, that supreme truth when you reach, then only all the doubts will be cut asunder from the heart and all misconceptions will go. Now, how to visualize experience that supreme, whether in the absolute aspect or in the form? Because this subtle truth the sublime truth can be realized only when the mind is very polished by noble thoughts, by prayers, by japa and any other discipline. So what is that? That is the blessed and the pure in heart for they shall see God. So the purity of the heart has been emphasized by Christ. And seeing God is preconditioned by this purity only. Purity of our emotions, purity of our feelings, purity of our thinking, and whole our personality should rotate around that feeling of oneness with the divine. Or whatever even God is there as my beloved, whatever way to be connected there, that is the only source, that resurrection. So, what we want to say that it is the Lord is here all the time. Eh? Rabindranath Tagore had a beautiful song that Amar Hiyar Maje Ami Dekte Tumai Paine Amar Hiyar Maje Lukie Chile Ami Dekte Tumai Paine Ami Bolchenda, oh Lord, you are hidden in my heart here. And I don't look here. Ami bahir pane chok melechi, ridai pane chaine. I focus my attention only to the outside. This, all these attractive things which are true. But who's shining through that? It is He shining. That's why everything is so beautiful. But we see the world without God. Only thing that that's why I looked all through my life. Ami bahir pane chok melechi. I have opened my eyes 
only to the outside, external. Ridai pane chaine. Amar ridai maje lukiye chile. Oh Lord, you are all the time here sitting. I never had the chance to look out inside. So unless it is, we turn back here. Even God comes before us. What shall we say? You know, uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, you will find that Sri Krishna is very kind to Arjuna. And he, because of the prayer of Arjuna, he showed his cosmic form. That he is not the ordinary human being, but he is the Lord of the whole universe. And all the stars and galaxies, all human beings, everything is in his, only in his person, infinite, in, in infinite that Sri Krishna. And the same vision, Durjodhana also got it. Durjodhana said, uh, okay, this is your magic trick. Uh, don't delude me with this. Even seeing the vision, people cannot do that. That's why it is to be turned here. And Christ is here, already risen. Christ is not a man. Yes, he will appear as a, the appearance of the human frame as we love him in that form or you love him in any form but particularly you are talking about Christ's appearance today. It is here now, all the time, all the days, all the moments. Only it is waiting for us to just open our heart to see that and see the temporariness of the whole universe. And what is that permanent nature of our divine self, which we read from Thomas, the Gospel of Thomas. So this is our prayer, that our experience helps us to move inward and see the Lord's presence now and here. Thank you all.